0: you and i have very mature conversations about a lot of things james you happen to be uh, gay and married to a man and all that stuff and that's uh you and i are good friends and professional colleagues and uh we get along just great and we're kind of upfront about everything and i appreciate you uh running down the office running down the hall jumping in here and getting all over my case about what i said thought we were a little bit over the top, a little bit aggressive. No. I did
1: open the door with a little bit of aggression.
0: I no, have to you, say. Did you really?
1: No, i was just teasing. No, I, I thought you had along. a smile on your I'm face. I'm playing along.
0: All right, so tell me what's on your mind.
1: Okay, so I mean, I just think that it's kind of interesting that in essence you would say my loving relationship is on par with Girls Gone Wild videos or gambling. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and when we it's talk not about necessarily it, what
0: I say. Now, look. I'm just saying, I can't be everything I want to be in life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have urges, I have temptations, sure, and I have to put them to the side now, I understand what you're saying. You're saying that my complaint, I'm representing like your loving relationship as you call is a vice, right? right,
1: yeah, well, I don't have an easy answer for that. I can actually jump in if you'd be so kind as to allow me to just sort of share my thoughts on the subject. Because I had a conversation with a radio host one time that I was working with years ago. And, you know, he was really focused a lot on the concept of – he was a a Christian. And he talked a lot about sin on this one show that he was doing. And he was getting into the concept of same-sex marriage more or less being sinful. And I kind of probed his thoughts on it a little bit. And I said, okay, but – If you think about when the Bible was written and the perspective of it, it's coming from a time when there was no such thing as an open relationship, uh, a family being built between two same-sex couples. In essence, it would have been nothing but illicit behavior, potentially sex outside of the marriage, potentially um, unattached and sort of hedonistic sex which I think most people would agree within the concept of a society is sinful and unproductive and not going to raise children and grow families and all that kind of stuff.
0: That's the thing, actually. Look, you you raise a good point. Sex outside of marriage. Is that considered uh, sinful by the society? No, it's actively encouraged. It's actively accepted. And I'm here to tell you firsthand, it ain't good. Mm -hmm. It's ultimately damaging. It's ultimately you know, it, it it, momentary gratification or whatever, you know, and, and then you, you, you're, you're doing harm, right? I I do believe that. And I'm saying that I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a hypocrite here, folks. I have done a lot of stuff and temptations galore and all that stuff. But, you know, because I have a better relationship with God than I used to, I don't want to do those things Mm -hmm. because number one, I do believe they're ultimately damaging to me and,
1: there are better things to do. So I asked the host, I said, you know, in essence, if gay people couldn't get married and really couldn't grow a family or live with each other under the same roof and, you know, grow alongside each other, aren't you more or less banishing people of a certain sexual orientation to nothing but sin? Well, here's the thing. Um, when I open the Bible. I
0: do feel a bit like a child. All right. My understanding I'm like a kid when it comes to God. You know what I mean? It's, I can't get my head around everything. I can't. I try, but, you know, and I won't be able to as no. a human being. Right. Um, so there's that. Now, with that in mind, you <laughs> know, there's a lot of things in the Bible. There's a lot of stuff in there, right? I remember in The Simpsons, uh, uh, Lisa quotes, quotes the Bible and it's a Halloween episode and they think she's a witch and she's trying to tell Chief Wiggum, but doesn't the, doesn't the Bible say, you know, don't judge, lest ye be judged? And is like, man, the Bible says a lot of things. Shover, boys. <laughs> they, yeah. they shove her off the clip. Right. I'm just saying when you tackle the Bible, there's, I, look, there's discussions about eunuchs and people being born eunuchs and this kind of thing. It's not glaring about, look, let me put it to you this way. There's so much good stuff. And here we are focusing on that one narrow point and the whole culture gets hung up on this one narrow point. And people on my side, I'm talking about conservatives, they get their back up against the wall about the war on Christmas and all this other stuff and how our faith is being slighted, you know, both real and perceived. But when we're not at war, when we're not when we're not defending the faith, we're not promoting it. Yeah. We're not sharing it. We're not sharing the good news. We're not sharing that this Book and God and Jesus are the key to everything. And once you figure that out, everything is better. And by the way, you will still screw up because you're a human being. You got all this stuff, but you'll screw up less. You'll want to screw up less. So all that being said, you do me a favor. Defend for me. Tell me why there should be a gay pride flag. Let's put aside your loving
1: relationship A flag in front of the church that has nothing to do with God. I think this is where we start to have some more common ground again, because you made a really interesting point. You said there's so much in the Bible. There's so much to the Christian faith. Why would it be one specific, you know, particular issue surrounding someone's sexuality or whatever that would get celebrated or recognized or put outside of a house of worship. It's a little bit weird. And I think I would agree with you on that in the sense that it's not really necessary. I remember when my father was the president of our local church out in New Jersey and they were talking about this whole open and affirming idea. And should we have a sign that says we're open and affirming, which is basically saying, oh, even if you're gay, you know, you're welcome here. And my thought was, well, isn't it inherent That if you're a Christian, anybody's welcome. You know, nobody's perfect. Everybody's broken in some way.
0: And you don't have to. (laughs) Like if you're a gambler, if you like to watch Girls Gone Wild, it doesn't matter. Totally. Totally. You are welcome. We're all broken. Jesus sat down with the prostitutes and the gamblers and the tax collectors and all those people. Right. Um, But celebrating those things. Is problematic at a church. And I get your point, and that's where I awkwardly come back to my point. Well, you got to look at it in the Bible, and this is what it—I think it says. But you can work that, you, you know. And I do think that certain principles are timeless. And you know, well, let's i mean, if you really want to talk about it, but then it gets a little bit out of hand. I mean, I mean, why are uh, gay people, quite frankly, for the most part, not plenty of exceptions, but the arts dominated by gay people, right? Mm-hmm. Possibly, this is a gift. Because you were, for a long time, you didn't have to get married. You didn't have to go to war. You didn't have to do all the stuff that, uh, you know, consumes heterosexual men. And, um, you guys had the time and the bandwidth to f- create this amazing artwork. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Create this amazing music. Right. You know, when I have, Downtime. I'm holding a kid, <laughs> <laughs> right. and we're going to the zoo. I've been to the zoo. It's not for me. It's right. for that. Right? When you
1: got deployed. Liberace was banging away at the piano. Well, he's
0: banging away at a lot of. <laughs> I, yeah, of course, banging away at that piano. Um Liberace. I can't believe that there was actually a mystery about Liberace. All right. So the bottom line <laughs> is this: James Flippin, you and I agree that there should be no LGBT queer flag in front of
1: the church. I do agree with you on that. All right. So I win the argument. Although I just want to say that the whole point is to say, even if you weren't welcome in the past in certain parishes, you are welcome here. That's sort of the whole point of it. I don't think it's necessary. I
0: don't know if they ever said, you were not welcome here. I don't know if they ever, like, if that was ever the message. I mean, certain, you know, some churches, they would have been a little more explicit about that. Well, it depends how you come there. If you come there to prove a point, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, you're really accepting? Let me check that. Let me try that. That's and you, fair. And you show up like RuPaul, you know, drag race, and you want to sit in the front row. And you're, like, let's face it, you're spoiling for a fight. Right. 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 And by the way, this is where I got to point out the, the disclaimer. I like RuPaul. RuPaul, I, the person, is really a cool right. dude. I've met him a few times. Look, it's comp. It's not complicated, but it's up to every. I think the truth is in the Bible, and... um Uh, and the Bible does say a lot of things, and the stuff on the gay people is a little bit, at times, opaque. It is. And people have argued that with me before, but um, partially because I'm not reading it that closely because it doesn't apply to me. Fair enough. Well, you should see what it says about Girls Gone Wild. (laughs) (laughs) It does say, actually, about all that hedonistic stuff that you're not supposed to, you know, and it's it'll take you off the – I mean, there were two brothers, uh, two – Oh, gosh. Was it Aaron? What was that guy's name? Anyway, he had two sons. The rabbi had two sons who were going nuts with the girls. It's right there. And they lost their way and they affected the generations. And I don't know. Every time. It's a marvelous journey, though. Well, dude, thank you very much for having a free, fair, and open conversation.
1: Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition.